Broadcasting around the world. Around the world. You're listening to the Mike Drop Club. Hosted by Douglas Hamandiche. Message received. Message received. You do not need to know what you need. What you need. Just engage with the podcast feed. Just engage with the podcast feed. Providing weekly insights into cool stuff we've read, saw, did, or heard about what made us say, wow, eureka, damn, nothing is off limits. If it motivates and inspires you to reach your goals, then it shall be discussed. Featuring guest interviews from high performers and people of influence. And weekly awards for the best mic drop moment. This podcast is guaranteed to leave you pumped up for the week ahead. Don't just live life, make life boom. That's right, people. Off your life, focus on your goals. Keep pushing, keep pushing, keep pushing. Let's go. Wow, 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 wow. It's just me by myself today for this session. I'm just going to be reflecting on the conversation I had with my cousin in Zimbabwe by the name of Mutsa Samuel. Um, he's a personal coach. He supports people with um, life transformations. And he's not one of these um, coaches that um, doesn't walk the walk. He literally walks the walk, talks the talks. It's all about that life in terms of helping people um, become the better versions of themselves. He supports it and he runs his own organization called Ubuntu Lab. And he does various um, excursions all around the world, helping people go on that journey whereby they can look inwardly at themselves and come out the other side a far better human being, able to um, maximise their um, their capacity, maximise their potential, which is very, very important. As we move into the autumn winter months and things start to get colder it's darker outside people tend to um there's this condition called seasonal affective disorder which can make people feel somewhat depressed and he has a very unique way of helping people who go through these challenges particularly in their emotion as well as trauma that you that they might have gone through in their own lives so please check out this um interview it was done quite a few weeks back but it's still very much resonant and important to the way we um think about life and in terms of um just feeling good about ourselves. Sometimes in life, you don't just need people just lecturing you and saying things, telling you to do something. This is more about allowing you to look inward to what's already within you and use that as the fuel to drive yourself moving forward. Okay, so he um, he also has um, a very unique way of delivering his message. It's very fresh. It's very exciting. So please engage with the message look out for the links in the show notes regarding everything that we talked about in this um, interview and we're trying we're pushing to make sure that it comes over in the UK so that we could do a far richer interactive collaborative session in the UK in 2020 that's going to be a big decade for everybody so come on now support yeah and remember guys you guys are so much more literally literally you are so much more you are so much more
Hi everybody, this is um, Douglas Hamadiche for the Mic Drop Club, also the 140 rule. Today is not an ordinary day, this is my last day on vacation, we're back home. You can never say going home is a vacation, so I'm back home in Zimbabwe. My cousin Mutsa, how you doing bro? Good man. You right? Good. Not yeah, too man. bad, not too yeah. bad. So we're here to break bread and talk about things that inspire us and, and all sorts. So. You've been on the motivational path as well. Yeah. And so I was keen to explore with you some of your philosophies as well, because on the Mic Drop Club, we try to um, talk to movers and shakers, mm. people that think outside the box, you know, that are delivering value, right. or allowing people to, to achieve value. And there were, there were, the last time we met, you had this concept called the ripple effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. First of all, thanks, man. Thanks for having me on here, man. Um, Secondly, um, I'm not in the business of motivation, but transformation. Um, Very big difference. Um, The core being that transformation is about an internal shift that happens within a person when they actually realize their potential. Yeah. So, So my gift sometimes it's a gift, sometimes it's a curse, is that I get to see people's potential, right? And I believe my purpose is to kind of draw people to realize it themselves. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. But there are elements of motivation in it, but that's not my main purpose. Sometimes I use different techniques, but motivation is one of those things that I do in order to achieve transformation, or in order for that person to achieve transformation. Sure, because um, where we draw parallels in psychology we do this thing called uh, motivational interviewing mm. I guess you might cover that as well in some aspects engaging someone's level of motivation yes. to transform yes because um, sometimes you have people that are their own worst critics that's it doubting yeah. Thomas yeah. as the yeah, one yeah, exactly. well, so how do you normally approach that yeah well, I mean, it's 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 interesting, and, and every individual is different. Mm. But uh, when it comes to things like doubt, I would put those in the category of fear, yeah. right? So I, I would say there's two primary emotions within human beings, and that's fear and love. Yeah. And everything falls into those two categories. So when you look at fear, you've got things like doubt, you've got things like jealousy, you've got things like anger, you've got things like regret, guilt, you know, all of those things that kind of weigh you down. Um, and they cause you to see the world and yourself differently, you sure. know? So when you're looking at, at, at your life through that lens, things are a little bit foggy and skewed. Sure. And you have a certain perception of yourself and other people and the world and how things are supposed to be of God, of, your, of everything, yeah. right? And it's about shifting that lens to love, where, where it's like joy, where it's peace, where it's happiness, where it's very light, Sure. And all of a sudden you can look at the exact same thing, mm. but it's completely different because your perspective has shifted. Sure. sure. Yeah. So, sure. so, so, so doubters are, are just people who are seeing the world or themselves in a way that's maybe a bit foggy for whatever reason. Sure. And, and I'm not saying don't have those emotions. We're human beings. Mm-hmm. Embrace so. them. You know, like I, I, I use them as signals for growth. Sure. That's how I view them. Yeah. Sure. So, sure. so what got you into, um, inspiring people, trying to allow them to achieve their best potential. Yeah. You know? Um, I think one of the main things was actually me going through depression myself. Wow. So um, I was a management consultant in South Africa. Mm. I had a great job. I lived in the richest square mile in Africa, in Santon. Mm. I had an apartment. I had a car. I had a good job. I was excelling well at work. Sure. But for some reason, I wasn't happy. 
And through all those trappings, you still found like I was like I ticked all the boxes. Sure. You know, I graduated from college. I did a postgraduate. Sure. I got the job. So for some reason, and I realized it was because there was a misalignment between who I was and what I was doing, mm. and and I felt it. And I, I I literally just would like go and in, go into my bed and not want to wake up in the morning. Sure. Like I felt a very heaviness here on my chest and on my shoulder. Mm. Like there was a weight on me. And I, I was just like, I, I just, I just didn't give a damn. Can I swear on this podcast? Express yeah, yourself. I didn't Expre- give a fuck yeah, about Express anything. yourself. Yeah, yeah. That, that is what happens. Yeah. When, when <laughs> it was just like, what the hell am I doing? You were in that about? space. Yeah, you were in dude. that dark, dark, it dark It was dark, space. my guy. Yeah. But the thing is, and I'm being honest here, mm. there was a part of me that actually liked it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so... When I think back about it, I was like, maybe that was just my ego saying, oh, you know what, just relax, stay here. You don't need to do anything. Yeah. And then I just hit rock bottom yeah. because it started affecting my work. Yeah. And when that happened, I realized, okay, I've got to do something about this. Mm-hmm. And so what I did is I was like, I need to get out of this, this environment. Sure. So I quit my job. I moved back to Zimbabwe. Yeah. Like, what the hell am I doing? You know, yeah. I've got this great job and I'm moving back to a country that's still kind of finding its feet. Sure. Um, but I did that and I traveled to India. I learned meditation techniques. I found myself a guru, uh, somebody who has been on a path, who understands and who can guide you to your potential. Sure. Um, and I started my own business and I wrote a book Well, I started with blogs, wow. which turned into podcasts, which turned into a book I just published last year, which has turned into a company, which I formed. Excellent. A few years ago. Excellent. Super. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so, so in terms of the guide, let's just talk, talk a little bit about get, having a guide. And yeah. What values do they actually specifically bring to you? Oh, my man. I need coffee for this there one. Go ahead. Take, take a mm. seat. I cannot stress the importance of having a mentor, a guide, or a coach. Sure. Uh, and that's somebody who has either, through their own experiences, overcome something that you're going through. Sure. Um, and can just kind of tell you the pitfalls. They're not telling you what to do. That's important. They're just guiding you. So uh, this is the way I define my, uh, myself as a personal development coach or a personal growth mentor, is there's times I'm going to be in front of you, there's times I'm going to be beside you, and there's times I'm going to be behind you. But all of the time, you as the individual are in complete control. Sure. You know what I mean? Sure. So when I'm in front of you, I might be saying, hey, I, I wouldn't take that road. Sure. Maybe go left instead of right. But the decision is yours. When I'm beside you, I might just be remaining quiet and saying, I'm just observing what you're doing. No judgment, no right or wrong. Sure. When I'm behind you, there might be times I need to push, push you, you to be like, hey, you need to get, get your ass up. You know what I mean? So sure. it depends on the circumstance, on the individual, on the situation, on the context. But um, yeah, that's kind of how I operate. And, and that's how my guide or my guides have operated and, and helped me. It's sometimes it's go this way. Sometimes it's quiet. Sometimes it's you're not doing enough. Because there was something that you mentioned that was resonates with me a lot is when we support people going through depression, mm. um, they talk about feeling a sense of the lack of control. Mm. Yeah. They might have all the trappings, mm. the job, Income, wife, yeah, yeah, all those, all the things hit the marks as you quite eloquently mm. described. But then they still feel there's no control. Yeah, you know. Um, so in terms of when you're having a guide, yeah. can you go and say you're behind and you're pushing? 
Yeah. You know, you're going downhill. Sometimes you know you got momentum on you. Mm. How how do you support somebody when you're pushing them behind to mm. still make them feel they're in control of what's happening? Yeah. Well, I mean, first of all, the concept of control um, is a, is is a funny one mm. because I think we are, as human beings believe that we do have an element of control in our lives. Um, but, you know, one of the biggest things I've learned over the years is surrender. Submit. Right? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. when you submit to the process, and, and um, my psychiatrist who I've started going to seeing, who I, I strongly advise, actually, yeah. go go to therapy, whether you think you need it or not. Yeah. Even me, myself, as a coach, I need somebody to help me. UK, we're really bad with therapy. <laughs> yeah. U- U.S., yeah. It's like yeah, they're good. More they're than good. more than dentists. Africa's terrible with it. Yeah, because you know uh, that's another that's another podcast. Learning how you learning yeah. how you think. Yeah, and yeah. being comfortable with how you think. You Absolutely. Yeah, very, it's very it's important because you need somebody to hold a mirror to you and be like, hey, most definitely, are you doing? Yeah, but anyway, that's another story. Um, what was I saying? Um, the guide. What was I saying? You talked about, talk about the therapist. Yeah, the therapist. Oh yeah. So he used this example. Mm. He said his friend is like a fifth Dan Taekwondo black belt. Okay. And one of the last like tests that he had to do was he had to walk blindfolded and he had these big heavy bags, you know, those, those big bags, punching bags, yeah, sure. heavy duty ones. And they were swinging. And he had to walk through those. As, and he had to walk through those. Right. That's what so what did he try to do? Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Punched his way yeah, through. Yeah, gah, yeah. Gah, gah, gah. Yeah. He couldn't even get to the end because he got tired. You sure. see? Whereas the whole lesson was to submit and surrender to that. So when you're anticipating it, there's a bit of tension when you kind of let go and you just allow the bag and you go with the flow of the bag. So when the bag comes, you just, then that's how you can move through it. It's it's through flow. In martial arts, you talk about the element of water. Sure. It's that submitting to be like, I can be as gentle as a drip of water, Mm. right? But still crack a stone. Even yeah. if it takes a thousand years, or I can be this raging flood and just fuck everything up. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, yeah. But it's still the same element. So that's the power. Yeah. So, so, so it's all about surrender. Yeah, that's a mic drop moment there. You know, we drop bombs on these things because this yeah. is knowledge that is not in the not in the public domain enough. Yeah. Because there are books, to be honest. Yeah, what, books. what books inspired you, by the way? Um, man, so many. Um, there are many, aren't they? There are a lot. But but I, I'd also tell you one thing about the... Uh, and I, I'm an avid reader. Yeah, sure I read, I read, I'm literally reading like three books at a time. Yeah. But the thing is, you have to act on those books. There's no point in reading them and then just putting it on the shelf and say, oh, I've done all this stuff. Yeah. Apply what you, Even if it's just one thing from that book, one lesson. take it and then actually apply it in your life. So I just finished Brene Brown. Rising Strong. Mm-hmm. It's all about vulnerability yeah. and the power of empathy. That's been a solid one. Um, oh, what else? Um, Seed of the Soul um, by Harry Courage. I forgot his Don't worry yeah. about that. All the yeah. information yeah. is going to be in the show notes. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> That's <laughs> a right. powerful one as well, especially yeah. if you're looking inward spiritually yeah. to, to kind of find yourself. I believe the divine is in all of us, inside us. Yeah. Um, and we need to reconnect with that. And that kind of helps us on our journey. Um, so, so that's one. Uh, 1984, George Orwell. Oh, those are classics. Classic. Those are classics. But I tell you why that book is important because it frames how society actually works behind the scenes. Because I think he, he got it spot on. Mm. Um, and obviously it was fictional, but you can kind of see that the, the, the true elements yeah. in, in it. So, so that sure. book really defined 
you know, my thought process on society in general and what needs to change. Sure. You know what I mean? Um, there's another one called Astonishing the Gods, um, and that's by a um, Nigerian author. Yeah. Um, and it's absolutely amazing. Sorry, guys, can you please go? Please close the door. Thank you. I'm going to have to edit that. Can you open the door? No, I can't. Can you go ask your dad? We're busy right now. Thank you. That's so sad. These are, these are, these, are <laughs> these are the normal things. In fact, if you didn't have that, be more orchestrated. Yeah, I know, it's right? <laughs> it's the real, man. It's the real. Mm. Yeah, so, so there's quite a number of books that have really influenced me. Um, and what got you into the reading? Because again, um, reading is is on the decline. Mm. You know, they say the top ten percent mm. uh, earned the the most money, and it just so happens that the top ten percent yeah. read more than 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 the um, rest. Than, yeah. than the rest. So what what inspired you to actually pick up the book Man. and start reading? When I grew up, reading yeah. wasn't the cool thing unless it was something that was sci-fi, mm. comic book driven. But to yeah, sit down yeah, and actually and go read, deep in yeah. read. I would say the reading culture, it's always been within my family. My parents are readers. Mm. And I think that was just instilled. But I think it actually ignited when I was in college, mm. when I was in the U.S., and I was figuring out my identity. Mm. So I delved into my blackness mm. and what it means to be Pan-African, all of those things. Yeah. Like, who am I? Like, I was asking those questions. So I started reading Autobiography of Malcolm X. That's a, just one that just stuck with me yeah, you know yeah. what I mean I still got that on my yeah. shelf yeah it's just it's frightening literally changed my yeah. life yeah it's frightening that yeah. because again we all have or we all go through those transitions yeah. as a being yeah. and as you as you spoke about in terms of um, in right at the beginning it talks about helping people trans, transform yeah, yeah when you read all the biography and you're mm. watching the metamorphosis absolutely you know a lot of people we tend to we tend to Talk about transformation, but they're really talking about change. Mm. So instead of waking up at nine, I'm gonna yeah, wake, wake up, up at, at ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or eight, yeah, yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. it is, but that's change. Yeah. But transformation. It's like to the core, man. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. nothing about the caterpillar when you take a look at yeah, it. Yeah, that's that it. makes you realize it's gonna be a butterfly. Yeah, that's it. It's absolutely nothing. That's it. You know, and um one of the things I find when we do um motivation, inspirational talks, mm. goal setting, or whatever the case may be, is letting somebody be comfortable with that process of transformation. Mm. Yes, your outward body might look the same. Yeah. But your people the people you know, your friends, colleagues, will perceive you differently mm. when you transform. Yeah. And they're, they're, they're that's that's, and managing that is difficult because they want the old you. Or they expect the old you yeah, all the yeah, time and yeah. you say, No, I'm not like that anymore. And it's trying to push your buttons to try and say, Okay, I know you had a short temper, for example. Come on, react, <laughs> right, react, react. Poking, poking, poking. Yeah, because they're going through their own journey as yeah, well. And, yeah. and again, just the the level of, of knowledge that you need, because there's so many layers to this stuff mm. in terms of inspiration, motivation, um, goal setting. There's so many levels to it because, again, the fear factor. I uh, just, you know, the, the common one is, uh, what's, what's the acronym? Uh, false evidence appearing real. Mm-hmm. We see it all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we all, we all see this one. If you don't get over your fear, you never get clarity, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And this is why the bag exercise, mm-hmm. I'm thinking I'm thinking it through now. Yeah. It's resonating with me because I, I, I can see myself punching myself through yeah, those bags. Yeah, me too. Even though, even though I feel... <laughs> competent enough to talk about inspiration yes. but I still feel there's 
I've, I've not reached a point or level, and I don't think you ever will, mm. whereby you're in that Zen state. Yeah. All the time, you can always flip back. Yeah. Yeah. So, what keeps you on an even kill? Well, for me, one of the things is um, uh, I, I don't I don't believe in work life balance because mm. balance implies that you're juggling something else that might fall. You know, it's you're actually imbalance, mm. right? What I do believe in is integration, so mm. work life integration. So I don't work in silos. As you can see, I came in. I've got meetings, but I got to pick up my daughter. So, for example, at twelve o'clock, I got to pick up my daughter. I've got a client at 11 o'clock to 12. Yeah. So what am I going to do? I'm going to park outside my daughter's crash mm-hmm. and have my virtual one-on-one in my car yeah. and then pick up my daughter right afterwards as opposed to saying, no, I need to just stick to this. And then it's like seamless. Yeah, no, it's, one. it's, it's you're, you're a holistic being. That's what my company, Ubuntu Lab, focuses on holistic development of human beings. Ubuntu Lab. Ubuntu when, Lab. When, I, when, I, when I saw that on the Facebook, yeah. I, yeah, that, that is epic. Yeah. So what, what's the meaning behind that? Um, Ubuntu, if you if you loosely translate it, it means I am because you are. So I exist because you exist. Sure. So it's uh, it's beyond a philosophy. People will call it an African philosophy, but mm. it's actually human. I, I call it a state of being. Ubuntu sure. is a state of being where you realize that you're part of something bigger than yourself. Sure. That there's a connectedness between every single human on this earth. Yeah. yeah. Um, the mere fact that we're the same species means we are connected. Most but that's something that I think we've lost. Mm. Um, I believe that humanity needs a new chapter in their life. I think we're, we're, we're done with this old stuff. This is clearly it's not working. Yeah. So what's next in our evolution? And I think on this next stage of our evolution is a spiritual one. Um, and but that but spirituality in maybe in a sense that we haven't even imagined yet. So sure. even the concept of spirituality is limited as we know it. Sure. Um, but I believe it, it really encapsulates everything. Right, from what you do to how you think to what you eat to what you all of that stuff. It you feels, as an individual. It feels yeah. like ecosystem. You know, yeah. um so the future for you mm. in terms of in terms of where you want to take the work that you're doing. Yeah. What was the vision? Well, I, um the short term future is right now I'm I'm converting all of my content to online. Yeah. So I do a lot of virtual courses uh, with people. I've got five week courses. One is called Beyond the Paycheck. It helps people who are nine to fives rediscover and, and they hate their jobs you know a lot of 85 percent of people globally hate their jobs most definitely you know most what definitely. i mean and what's the reason oh i'm doing it for a paycheck so mm-hmm. i'm saying what's beyond the paycheck yeah. because you weren't put on this earth to do a job you don't like correct to, just, just to pay bills every month to live from check to check you were here for a purpose so let's discover what that is and align it with what you do and make money you know sure sure because in, unfortunately or fortunately the world you live in you need to make money well that's just just I, I was looking after um a child doing a therapy session with him yeah 14 years of age extroverted so mm-hmm. you, you can understand this guy's bubbly yeah um and he had a poor work experience um thing going on whereby the school sends, sends kids at 14 to see what's like mm-hmm. in the real world adult world and yeah. they put him to work in a library Somebody's extroverted, so so this guy, this guy is in distress wow. because obviously he's not, he can't stop talking. Yeah, you know, it wasn't for him, and then you start thinking about how many people actually doing jobs that are not aligned to mm. their vision, yeah, to their goals, to their values, yeah. to their principles. You know, and they will struggle because they they for some reason they need support around yeah. Yeah. making that brave decision and, and doing things aligned to their, their, yeah. their values because yeah. when yeah. you're not that's when you really feel oh my god yeah. this is a nine yeah. to, to five. five and at five o'clock you literally disconnect 
Yeah. And it's just like, that's not the way. It's yeah. like your whole day wasted. Yeah, listen you know? to Dolly Parton working nine to five, yeah. even watch the musical, and don't subscribe to any of the lyrics. Mm. Because that's the problem. <laughs> right? It's a classic, working nine yeah. to five. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, should be smiling. Yeah. No, 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 it's pressure. The world is changing, dude. Mm. Technology and, and, and the need for, for, for human capital to be exploited more. Yeah. 95s are becoming obsolete. Sure. You know, the, the way I work, as people call it freelance and people call it entrepreneurship, mm. I just call it this is how I live, man. You know, yeah. I can work from anywhere. Uh, with the travel that I do, I have clients from all over the world, from Lagos to London. But I can just sit in my car and have a virtual session with them. I'm completely and fully present with them, yeah. regardless of my surroundings. And then, everywhere. Yeah. So you're more omnipresent. Yeah. Because once we once we broadcast our our stuff multimedia, That's everyone's it. getting simultaneously around That's the globe. It. And this is what's about, I think, to equalize some of the inequalities around the world. Yeah. It's gotta be first harnessed through the technology that we right. have. You know, like you're saying, you can actually be in a developing country, don't mm. call it third world country, mm. use that ever like that. Yeah. That yeah. first third world, third world country. But because you also got to talk about second world country. Mm. You don't even talk about second, mm. world, second yeah. world countries anymore. So um yeah, being able to embrace technology will allow you to achieve a lot more than we then without using technology. So um, the mechanicalization is over. Mm. No more mechanics anymore. Like you said, you're fluid. Yeah, you're yeah. fluid in terms of your work, life balance, which is a myth. Mm. You never get the yeah, balance as, yeah. as you quite yeah, rightfully say. Yeah. So I'm very keen to see you progress your ideas mm. even further. Absolutely. Even further. So what are the real challenges you 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 face when because again, this is so. For some people, they might say this is wishy washy. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Because they're they're, they're binary. They yeah. want ones and zeros. Yeah, yeah. yeah they yeah, want absolutely. a clear outcome. Yeah. So how would you sell? Yeah. This to somebody who thinks in that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Binary way. Well, I mean. Okay. First of all, what I would do is I don't think I'd have to sell anything. Mm. First of all, because. This is something that I've experienced and I, I know it to be true. <laughs> so I'm, I'm basically going off of my experience and saying, those of you who have ears or those of you who want to listen, listen. Um, so in no ways am I ever going to try to force anything, but I get what you're trying to say. And what I would tell people is this. If you were to take your life and just do a little kind of chart, right, between zero to 10 and list things from your social life, your romantic life, your religious or spiritual life, your um, health mm. um, and, and all of those things, just maybe five to six things that make you who you are. And this is just a high level exercise. And then from zero to 10, 10 being everything is great and fantastic, zero being nothing exists. And just kind of plot and see where you are. And if you are above seven with all of those, for those people who just think in zero and ones, then, then this is not for you. Then you're sure, fine. Go sure. ahead. You're one sure. of the very rare people in the world where sure. everything is great and fine. Sure. But if you're someone like me who's constantly learning and wants to better themselves, mm. then that means I need to do work on myself. Sure. Right. So every time, every few months, every quarter, I'm going to check those things and saying, oh man, you know, this quarter my spiritual life is, is at an eight. Mm. So I, I don't really need to do more no, in that yeah, area. Just maintain. Yeah. Maintain. But oh, my romantic life with my wife is at a two. Crap. Sure. I can't say I'm okay because everything is interconnected. Sure. All right. So if my romantic life is at a two and my, my religion is at, or my spirituality is at an eight and my health is at a five, I need to know how do I adjust that two 
and how is it going to impact the other things? Right? Sure. So that's what I would tell people. Do a whole level overview of your life. And if you're good, then great. Turn off keep, this podcast and, and keep, keep on keep doing what you're doing. In fact, come and teach me how to do it. Sure. But if you recognize that you have areas in your life that you need to work on, which I think most people do regardless All of status, yeah. whether you're a Fortune 500 company CEO, mm. whether you're a junior manager, whether you're just out of college, we're human beings. Sure. We all need to evaluate ourselves and assess every now and then. Brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah. So as we draw into a close, um, if you had a strap line mm. for somebody that's struggling, if you could design a strap line for the most challenging person that you've had to um, support, encourage, mm-hmm. and help them through crisis, what was the strap line you, you used? Or did you just use your, your Bantu one? Um, if I was to have one, if I was to think of one, well, put me on the spot. Let me let me think about yeah, it yeah. now. Um, What would it be? It would be to be the person that you needed when you were younger. Be the person that you needed to be when you were younger. See, that, that's a mic drop yeah. moment. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot in that. Yes. <laughs> there's, there's, <laughs> a, there's a lot in that. Yeah. Because, again, for me, when I, when I try to motivate myself, I'm bringing it down to myself for a quick second. I've got a picture of myself taken when I was three years old of age. Oh, wow. Anytime... I I feel I'm not performing well, mm. or I feel anxious about something. I take myself back. That's my safe safe space because in that in that picture, there's a lot going on. Yeah. It's the middle of the war going mm. on here in Rhodesia at the time, mm. but my eyes were full of wonder. Mm. You know, I was full of wonder. So I like to reconnect with, with with those things because again, through the eyes of a child, yeah, yeah. is 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 the right way to approach any challenge mm. because we lose that innocence. Yeah. Sometimes we take things for granted. Yeah. We don't observe things. We're not in the moment anymore. Yeah, yeah. We fail to acknowledge trees, yes, nature, yes. and all of that kind Absolutely. of stuff to the de- 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 detriment. But that was that is powerful. Mm. You know, and. To go back to that person, so yeah, if you can actually build that person yeah, as well, yeah, exactly. Just be like, that be cool, yeah. And, and it's like, don't be too hard on because because that person in some way still exists, yeah. That three year old Douglas, that three year old Mutsa oh, still has a role in your life, whether it's to reflect, to hold a mirror, or whatever. Yeah. And so now you can go back to that person and say, Hey. Either it's, hey, you don't need to worry about that yeah. anymore. You grew up too fast. Don't yeah. worry, I got this. Yeah. Or is it, you know, hey, slow down. Or, yeah. you know, don't maybe maybe think about things differently. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. You learn something from yourself. And that's what I'm saying, that introspection is important. Excellent. And it's something that Africans don't do enough. I'm really encouraging the continent to start thinking about that. And when I talk about Africa, I'm including the diaspora, you know, but just the world in general needs to start doing that more. Brilliant. Because it, it's humanity that we're serving. It's brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. You, you spoke very candidly about your experiences with, with depression. Yeah. You know, um, now this is the bonus material, by the mm-hmm. way. Mic mm-hmm. drop moments, bonus materials. Yeah. Because some people are trying to recover from traumas, mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. bad traumas. Mm-hmm whereby they feel let down mm. by humans, by society, by anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. in terms of what would, what would be your approach yeah. in, in that situation? Yeah. Whereby it was first like we, I just said, I'd go back to when I was three years old mm. of age. What if I, my picture of me being three 
is full of trauma. Yeah. You see? Yeah. What sort of things would you... Yeah, absolutely. I, I think trauma is... I mean, we, we do trauma retreats as well as Ubuntu Lab. Uh, we're, we're, we, but we do it in, in places like Pugo Hills in Tanzania. So oh, wow. like they're like very mystic mountains because I, we think the scenery is very important as well for yeah. you to reconnect with that trauma. Yeah. Um, but um, and, and I would define, first of all, trauma as any time that you felt unsafe. Yes. Right. So it can be it doesn't necessarily have to be a really big thing like a car accident. It could be something very subtle, like all of a sudden you're disconnected from your parents when at a young age emotionally over time and it takes five ten years and then they disconnect or whatever that's still a traumatic experience it might be longer and it's not that impactful but it's still trauma right because that safe space has been broken right um how i would do with it uh, very quickly is there's a process that i went through myself when i was dealing with my trauma called the acrr process acknowledge confront remove and replace the things in your life that are hindering you from your full potential. So acknowledge means to just tell yourself that it happened. Because a lot of the times our defense mechanisms is, ah, we, yeah. we ignore it, we bury it, or yeah. ah, it doesn't exist, we numb it. Sure. So the first thing to do is just acknowledge it. By doing that, you've already taken back power to yourself. And that thing doesn't have any power anymore. Just the mere fact of acknowledging it, right? Then you confront it. Now, if it's a particular person, it doesn't mean that you have to actually go physically to them. You can do that by writing a letter to that person as if they would read it, right? But it, oh, because if the person's dead, for example, yeah, sure. it does, it, it, you know, but yeah. the fact that you've manifested it into the real world, sure, that's important for, for that to happen. There's healing in that. Uh, knowledge confront, remove, that's actually physically taking that thing or spiritually or emotionally, mentally taking that thing out of your life. Sure. But what happens is that it leaves a void and human beings don't like voids. <laughs> so like we want to fill it. You want to fill it. Yeah, yeah. So we often fill it with something else yes. that's negative. Yes, yes. So it's important to fill it with something that's positive. So that's when the replace comes in. That last step is to now say, this void needs to be filled before something else looming around there. Like, you know, oh, I just stopped smoking, but I'm going to replace it with drinking yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Instead of I just stopped smoking, I'm going to replace it with running or meditation. Boom. And then that will then take you to the next level. But that's not a one-time process. You need to keep <laughs> doing that again. Iteration yeah. after iteration after iteration. kind of gets you. That's at least my process. And again, yeah, that's, the ex that, that's the excellent mic drop moment because, again, trauma is relative. We all go through crisis, yeah. all go through these changes. But having some way of, and I like the acronym. Mm. If you could just break down yeah. acronym one more time. A-C-R-R. -R. Acknowledge, confront, remove, replace. Acknowledgement is powerful. Yeah. It's, it's, it starts off on the right yeah. letter. Yeah, Because exactly. again, without acknowledgement, nothing moves. You try and come home and don't acknowledge your loved one, mm. you soon, soon see there's a problem. Mm. You know, assuming the ostrich position is something that a lot of people do, particularly when they've lost a loved one. Yeah. You know, they start bargaining with yeah. themselves. If I drive home extra early, they wouldn't, they wouldn't have died, etc. You know, and stuff. Exactly. If I yeah. work out, my boyfriend will careful not leave me. If I get more money, all of these types of trappings that we um, yeah. find ourselves doing naturally. But the diagramming that you got mm. there, when you first acknowledge it, mm. it you're actually now making it real. As, yeah, as you exactly. said, yeah. the control now is back with you. Yes, you know? that's it. Excellent, that's excellent. It. So, Munsa, yeah. it's been a pleasure. Nice one, we brought bread live. Nice, nice. You know, nice, so nice. yeah, that was good. we'll catch up soon. Yeah, you man. guys be safe. 
mikedropclub.com and also check out the, the show notes for all the material that Mutsa quite eloqu- eloquently described. We out. And take bring me to the UK. Come on now. You're coming. You're coming. Like, You're coming. You need to be in the UK. Let's go. Let's go, man. I'm serious. We, we do this. We let's do go. this. 140 rule. Yeah. And um, Bantu Lab. Ubuntu Lab. Ubuntu. Ubuntu Lab. Ubuntu. Will that be epic? Dude, I'm ready. Will that be I'm epic? I'm not playing. I'm ready. Let's go. Okay, let's, let's go. do that. Let's do that. Okay, okay we out. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to check out MikeDropClub.com and get the show notes and useful links. Subscribe to the podcast. Don't just live life. Make life boom.